Hello, I'm your host, Iris Nicole Patterson. Welcome to Upstart, a retail academy for startups, where we share the ins and outs of launching a business ready for retail. Today, we will be talking about developing a concept. Welcome to Upstart, a retail academy for startups. Today, we're going to be talking about developing a concept. I'm Iris Nicole Patterson. I am the CEO of Iris Botanicals. I created Iris Botanicals back in 2014 when I lost my hair from this horrible gluing removal. I formulated my own products that allowed me to restore my hair. Yes, me, my hair. I regrew my own hair. It was a horrible experience when I lost my hair, but thank God. He had given me formulations that not only restored my hair, but now allow me to create a platform to help others, other brands, other startups, other businesses, or people with a vision that want to start a business to go retail. Just in just two years, I want to say started, well, I lost my hair in 2014. Restored my hair in 2014 going into 2015. That's when I started the hobby of selling my product. And then that following year in 2016, I landed my first retail chain and it's Whole Foods. Yes. I'm telling you, man, it's been an amazing, crazy, stressful, sad, happy, joyous, frustrating experience. And so it was on the journey of learning how to run a business, but also learning how to run a retail business that I learned so many different things along the way on my own, through my own research or networking. I had very little mentorship Um, later on. In the beginning, I had some mentorship. And I'll tell you about an amazing person, Nadra Smiley, who helped me get into Whole Foods, like totally like helped me score. Um, And it was just through that divine connection that I was able to go retail. But as I grew and started to scale, it was a lot of things that I had to learn on my own, like I said, um, through mistakes and um, wins You know, I was able to record a lot of this. And now I'm here wanting to share with you what I did and what I've learned about going retail and the current information for today as to how you go retail. But I want to also talk to visionaries, people that are looking to start a business and, you know, at least create a concept or they have an idea already, but they don't really know exactly how to go about developing it. Um, so we want to start there. Then we're all then as I bring those visionaries forward, then I'll be able to talk to all of the visionaries, those that are that have a concept in hand already, already selling or about to sell, but they're looking to scale or take this business to another level. And those that are looking to start their business, they can continue to take notes as they build in their concept. So 
developing a concept. First, the first thing you want to do, if you are someone that's looking to do something different, you may be unhappy on your job. You may be unhappy with uh, a business idea that you have right now. And maybe you're looking, maybe you have a hustle, a hustle, you know, and you're not sure if you should take it to the next level. These are questions that you want to ask yourself. Someone that's just right at the beginning with pen to paper, looking to do something different. The first thing you need to do is ask yourself, what problems are you trying to fix? Not in your own life, but maybe someone else's. When we create a product, we're really creating a solution. A solution to a problem. My solution was alopecia. You know, uh, there are several forms of alopecia, some that are irreversible. But my solution was for those that had still had active hair follicles and they had lost their hair or someone that has damaged hair. And then it evolved into someone that has healthy hair that's looking to continue, you know, with their healthy head of hair with a new trusted product. Maybe they're ready to change products. Those are different um, solutions that I'm trying to fix. You have your primary solution and you have secondary, which means that your product or idea is fixing a primary issue, but it can also be used as secondary. You've heard of, let me give you an idea. Maybe there was a cream that, you know, that I don't know help you to retain moisture in your skin. But the secondary uh, cream, the secondary use for it, if it was all natural, you could put it in your hair too. And now you are providing moisture for your hair. So you have hair and skin, or you have a body wash that can also be used as a shampoo. You know, are you fixing two problems? Are you fixing one? That's what you need to ask yourself. You know, so what primary problem are you trying to fix? This will keep you focused so you won't be all over the place. I am guilty of being all over the place. I have a trillion ideas and I cannot choose one to get started with. Oh, I'm trying to do them all. You would ma never master of any. You would never master anything that way. So what you want to do is focus in and choose one thing that you at least want to dedicate a lot of time, energy, passion, and money to. What problem are you trying to fix? When you think about, oh my God, I maybe it is this. You might see these are this is how you figure it out because first thing you usually say. A lot of us say that our starting out is, oh, my God, I just want to help people. OK, but help people how? I've heard that a thousand times. I don't know what I want to do. I just want to help people. That's amazing. But in what way do you want to help someone? Do you want to, I don't know, uh, provide pets for the lonely or start a nonprofit where everybody can come in and pet your dogs, you know, something like that, or take the dogs to a I don't a nursing home and, and provide a lot of love. I mean, how do you want to help people? Do you want to raise money? Um, 
And also, too, if you want to start a nonprofit, please understand you can make money as a nonprofit. You can absolutely make money that way. You don't have to raise all this money and give it all away. And you have not paid yourself for the time spent. It's okay to make money from a nonprofit. You have administrative costs and so on and so forth. But anyway, when you want to help, how, how do you want to help people? Then you can continue to ask yourself these questions. If you ask yourself these questions about five different questions that I have, you should be able to narrow down what idea you want to start with. So we said, what problems are you trying to fix? And then maybe what are you passionate about? Like what excites you? When you think about doing this thing, what gives you a rush? These are questions. What hobby is therapeutic to you? Like when you're stressed, do you go and knit? Do you sketch? You know, what do you write poetry? Do you sing? Like what's therapeutic? What brings you joy? What makes you leap out of bed? Answer those questions. Then you'll know what you need to do next. Now you need to know, okay, what you need to do next. (laughs) And this is what you do. Start to research how to perfect this thing. So you want to learn everything you can about this thing. I studied everything I could about the different essential oils that I wanted to add. I told, I knew that I wanted a holistic remedy. I didn't want some kind of medicine or anything like that. I wanted to be all natural, organic, and handmade. That way... I know that it's safe for me. It's the best of the best. It's no fillers. These are what my products are made of. Organic and all natural. Um, You know, essential oils and carrier oils and the shea butter and all of that. Everything came from trees and the ground, all of that. Organic and all natural. So I studied everything that I could about the different essential oils that I chose to use in my products. I wanted to know that, you know, Lang Lang essential oil came from a plant in Madagascar. Like, I just wanted to know that. So I studied on YouTube and I studied, I read articles and, you know, you listen to different professionals on YouTube. YouTube is a university. I'm so serious. Like if you can, you know, kind of sort through the different videos and really uh, find someone that really is like an expert, you know, in, in, in the industry that you're trying to go into, Watch all kind of videos about that. Read articles, go to school, you know. So when you, you know, you wanted to, you want to find everything you can on the specific industry that you're going into. So yes, sharpen those skills with taking classes. Pay a mentor. Pay a mentor. Sit under somebody. 
they can help you, you know, pull out all the meat, you know, instead of you having to sort through a bunch of stuff, you can, you can just get to the meat, be able to pick their brain for an hour for a hundred dollars or something. And then I said to YouTube and read everything that you can, everything that you can surround yourself with industry experts Start changing up those circles, you know, have, have in-depth conversations and, and, and network with these people. Sit down and, 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 you know, just, just be a part of the industry that you're trying to break into. Just be in it. And that way you'll be able to perfect your knowledge. You and we're going to talk about branding later, but part of branding yourself is showing up as the expert. You want the people in your community to see you as the go-to person about that thing. And that's then you start to gain business because now they trust you. They believe in you. They know that you have the answer. Hello. That's what you want. And so what I did I also went to natural hair school where I met, I met Nadra Smiley, um, the director of Amazon Natural Look Academy. You know, she, who introduced me to Whole Foods because Evolving Textures, her line, the OJL, which is dope, um, is also in Whole Foods. But I went to natural hair school because I wanted to understand everything about hair fibers. And I, there I learned how to, you know, form further formulate products, what not to blend and what I should blend, like blending coconut oil and castor oil um, together as a serum would be a disaster because they're both astringents. They pull things out the hair. I mean, well, out the skin. So you need to feel that and, and infuse that with moisturizing oils, you know, to balance things out where you can get the true essence of what coconut oil and castor oil should do without drying out the hair. And in my serum, I have coconut oil and castor oil along with jojoba oil and olive oil. And, you know, so we want black seed oil. So you know, all of that will add moisture together to the hair. But I had to understand that. I had to understand the chemistry of it. And that's when I went to school, I did. Because, man, they I'm telling you, you read my reviews, that oil is the truth. So, and it's anti-itch because, you know, it got rosemary, peppermint, all that. But anyway... <laughs> Shameless plug. Hey, this is my show. Y'all talking to CEO of Iris Botanicals. So, of course. But you want to be able to talk about why your product is, man, dope. And why they should spend money with you. You need to talk about why it will fix their problem. And you, you need to be able to answer all questions. You need to show up confident. See, the more you know, the more confident you become. Because you've done your research. 
you know, you, you created it, this formula, this concept based on the knowledge that you have. So you can argue anyone down saying that it's the truth. I'm just trying to tell y'all. So now the next thing you want to do is create you need a beta you need beta testers another thing that's going to give you confidence is seeing your product actually change lives actually fix problems actually show up as the solution when you know that you know that you do know that it works then now you can confidently market it. So before you market this product, you don't want to be waking up in the middle of the night terrified and with anxiety because you're not sure if it's going to do what you said it was going to do. And people have spent their money with you, trusting you. So you need beta testers. A, if you have a product and it, you, you want to make sure that it don't cause rashes. If it's a hair care product or something or take somebody's hair out, um, you need to know how, what it actually do. And you need people with honest feedback to let you know if it did not work. You, okay, I love my family to death. But in the very beginning, when I say, hey, you know, how does my packaging look? Oh, it's beautiful. And that's because they're proud of you. So because they're proud of you, they're going to be like, oh, my God, it's so amazing. That's so dope. Oh, my God. I cannot wait. Hey, you know, all of that. And that's what I received from my family until I ran into someone that didn't have, you know, they didn't have a reason to lie. And they said that my packaging, my jars were boring and they looked amateurish. And I'm like, who are you? And how dare you talk about my packaging? Like I put a whole bunch of thought into this and all this other stuff. <sighs> I'm so glad that she told me the truth because to be honest with you, after I got frustrated, cried, you know, because it's like it's calling your baby ugly. And so after I did all of that, I actually started thinking outside of the box. She said, go to a retail store and look on the shelves and see. Because I, I ain't going to lie. It was amateurish. Like, my hair butter jars. Okay, so first of all, before it was Iris Botanicals, it was Lush Locks. And Lush Locks had a black top, a white jar, and an Avery sticker on it. An Avery label. Y'all familiar with the Avery labels? That you can get from Staples. And basically you can print at home on your laser jet. And they're like crafting labels. So I was, after I picked myself up, like I said, I did research and I found that 
purple was my thing. Purple is the iris flower and iris botanicals. And then my name is Iris. I said, okay. Purple looks great. And then I did further research and I found that I was in love with the purple and the silver. And I made that my signature colors, my brand colors. And I'm like, man, it took someone to say that you need to go harder with this thing. It took someone that was that cared enough to be honest about my brand and say that you can do better than this. And then I found my brand colors and I'm no lie. Everywhere I go, people say they love the purple. I'm like, me too. <laughs> me too. Me too. And so, and here I am, you know, so surround yourself with people that will tell you the truth because you always want to strive for perfection. That's what you want to do. So after you've done all of those steps, you now want to focus on packaging and branding. And if you don't have a physical product, but more of a service, you want to focus on branding. That conversation is a very, very long conversation within itself. So we're going to focus on that subject matter on the next episode of Upstart, a retail academy for startups. So in closing, I want to share with you a quote by Theodore Roosevelt. Do what you can with what you have wherever you are. All he's saying is get started. You ain't got to wait until things are perfect. You don't have to wait until you have all this money. You don't have to wait until you have this huge team. Just get started using what you have wherever you are right now. Because if God hand is in it, you have all that you need. So just take that leap of faith and go forth. I'll catch you on the next episode of Upstart. I'm your host, Iris Nicole Patterson.